Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Very well, Russell. Good morning. How are you? How is everyone this morning? Good morning, Russell, and everyone. Very good. Praise God. Morning, Raga. God bless you. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for this beautiful morning. For the health and the well-being of all those that are here in this meeting, of everyone that is part of this praying family. We thank you, Father, for a new day. We thank you for your love this day. We thank you for your mercy that you allocate for us. That you understand our vulnerabilities like no one else. You look above and beyond what our carnal eyes can see and are ever willing to pour out your joy, your peace, are ever willing to forgive us. The minute we repent, you're ever willing to cover all our weaknesses, all our nakedness, of all the sins exposed, of all the guilt. Cover it with your best robe of righteousness and put your ring on our finger, the ring of your authority. And you count us as co-heirs with Jesus. Heirs in salvation, heirs in your kingdom, where everything works in accordance with your will and that has been designed to perfection for our abundance, for our life. Not just in the spirit, but also in the flesh. We thank you, Father, for that peace and for that joy. We thank you for your revelation, for your understanding, for the wisdom that you give us. That helps us renew our mind to look at things from your perspective, not just from our carnal limitations. And we share that peace and that joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, part of this praying family, and everyone that is a beneficiary of a prayer request and a prayer that has been made on this prayer group. We share your peace and joy also with all those, Lord, that you want to bless today that have no one to pray for them, where faith is lacking, where there is no prayer, and yet you count them as the children of your inheritance. We offer our faith and our prayer to stand in that gap, Father, to partner with you in that miracle, that that life be turned around and saved this day, that their hearts and their eyes of their heart be opened to seeing you and to receiving you. That there be a deliverance this very day, Lord. We thank you for all the salvations that take place today. We thank you, Father, for all the miracles and wonders that you will work in our world this day. Many of them might just go unnoticed as well or ignored. We want to thank you on their behalf. We thank you, Father, for all the tiny little miracles that you work in our lives as well. That we are alive today, that we are breathing, that our heart still continues to beat thousands of times every day and still never tires. The mystery of your creation, Father, the way you have made us. And in that, you give us a heart of flesh, not a heart of stone. You work upon us every single day going at our pace when we know that you can go faster. 
but you leave it to us. You respect our will so that we can make that informed decision. You give us all the resource and all the information that is required to aid that decision. You would not go against our will even if you know that it is for our own good. We thank you, Father. We share your peace and joy also with all those that are called Christians. And have not yet encountered you. And yet you eagerly wait for each of these. Including all those that have chosen to walk away from you. You eagerly wait for each of these souls to turn around. Oh Lord, let every curtain, every veil that blocks their view of you be torn down. Let everything that has clouded their thoughts, their ability to process the truth, every lie spoken of the enemy, let that be cut down so that your glory be revealed and the truth shall set them free. Quicken each of these, Lord. In the spirit we pray. And as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name. The name of our God, our maker, our father, our creator, who is the lifter of men, the high and lofty one, who is always faithful and never backs out. The one who is the preserver of men. This is what your word in Job 7 verse 20 says. The one whose hand is not short to redeem us. Who leads us by the way we should go and guides us with his eye. And we pray in the name of Jesus, his son, the Lion of Judah, the Lord, our redemption, the one who is our daily bread given to us this day. And we ask for it in our prayer, Father, that our spirit be nourished. The one who shall judge the quick and the dead, the rider on the white horse who leads us into that battle against evil. So we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of this author and finisher of our destiny, the executor of his will, the will of the Father as mentioned in the word, Jesus carrying it to us. The presence of the Lord in the midst of his people who is mighty, the seal of the age to come. The one who reveals the deep and secret things from the mind of the Father, the one who changes times and seasons in accordance with his will. The one who hovers over all darkness, all chaos and every void situation that exists in our life when we make our prayer. We call on your name, Father, and we acknowledge your presence here. We ask you to direct our paths, our prayer, and every word we speak and our thoughts as well. We cover and seal every word we pray this day and everyone that is part of this prayer meeting that prays with the recording as well whenever. We cover each of these by your precious blood, Jesus. Declaring that as a hedge of defense around each of them. That they are kept protected, that no arrow by day no terror or unseen attack by night shall come near them. And though a thousand may fall dead beside them, ten thousand all around them 
no matter the reason, including COVID, it shall not touch them. I decree and declare this in your name today, Jesus. Let this be the day that they start counting their blessings. For this is the day that the Lord has made. And when he has made it, and he has plans to prosper us, no harm can come in our way. We decree away all harm out of these lives, Father. And we call on your favor that when you anoint our heads with your oil, your presence, your spirit, our cup, and everything in us, our resources, our skills, our abilities, even our circumstances, everything sees and experiences an overflow. Let that overflow begin this day, Father. For each of these that believe and have placed their trust in you. We thank you, Father, for the gift of your Son, for the gift of your Spirit. We thank you for the gift of prayer. We thank you for the gift of this prayer group as well, Lord. And as we make our prayer today, we pray in a special way for your precious servants that you have given this group in the form of Brother Vivek, Brother Shanin, in the form of Brother Savio, Brother Jan uh, Sister Janela. Brother Vivek, Sister Shanin, Brother Savio, Sister Janela. We thank you, Father, for the ministry, for your gifts and for your presence that you have bestowed on them. And every member that is part of this praying family that prays and intercedes for each other. Let your protection be upon each of them in this day. And in a special way, on Sister Shanin, who leads us through your gates, into your courtyards, through praise and worship, where we come in reverence. And the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. This is what your word says, Lord. Whereas we enter those gates, we leave all thoughts of iniquity and all our sin behind. You put on your robe of righteousness on us as we are washed in the blood of Jesus. We ask for a special anointing on her life this day and every day, Father. And we pray for our brother Vivek as well. That your special presence goes with him. Your anointing goes with him, Lord. And you break open your word and you reveal to him your truth. He shares that same truth, but also your presence with every person that is part of that prayer meeting. We thank you, Lord, for the grace that you have placed upon their lives. And freely they have received, freely they give, Father. In all humility, not holding back anything for themselves out of selfishness. We thank you for that grace on their life. We ask for your protection. We cover them by your precious blood as the hedge of protection, Father. Let your light perpetually shine on them. So that as they grow in your wisdom, in your knowledge, in your understanding and in your gifts, through them there are many more that are raised like them. There are many more that are blessed to walk in your glory and to share that glory with others. We ask for your protection, Lord, and a multiplication in all their resources in their family. in their careers, in their businesses, in their finances, 
in their relationships. Let there be abundance, Father. And let their homes, their territories, and all areas of their sphere of influence be protected by the perimeter of the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Father. And as we begin our reflection today, we shall conclude our series on the potter and the clay, where we've been reflecting on the words from Jeremiah chapter 18. And in verse 6, the Lord says, Like clay in the hands of the potter, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. And we've looked at all the steps that are involved in the work of the potter, working with clay, converting it into a pot, a vessel that can be used. And we've reflected on what it means in terms of how God works with us. So are you in my hand, he said. How God works with us as a lump of clay to convert us into that vessel that can be used for his kingdom. And I'll just summarize all the steps here, the 11 steps. The first one was the clay must first be dug out, dug from the pit. Then must be separated from all impurities and materials that are not clay. The third step was the clay is then washed, pretty much the same way we are washed by the blood of Jesus. Step four, the clay is soaked, and that is when, after that new birth, a baptism in the spirit takes place. The clay is soaked in the spirit. So as clay is soaked in water, we are soaked in the spirit. The step, the fifth step is the clay is beaten and flattened. We need to be flattened sometimes as well when we are full of ourselves. The sixth step is the potter puts you on the wheel. He puts the clay on the wheel. Our potter places us right in the center of his will. The seventh step is it is stretched and pulled apart again. It is tested for uniformity, for lumps, so that we are then able to, we then become receptive to his molding. We are made uniform. Step eight, he starts to give it shape, taking it high, going deep, going wide, enriching us in all ways, giving the shape of the image and likeness, putting on us the character of Jesus through his word. And he starts to teach us and instruct us. Step nine, the vessel is then put on the shelf to dry, to harden, to become strong. And it sits there for a while. That's where he's growing us internally. Although we feel like we don't hear him, he's still growing us. Step 10, the potter now takes the pot from the shelf, puts it in the furnace of fire to be tested, to be baked. That is the final step in preparation before it can be sent out. And then step 11 is the vessel is now put for use. We are put for use into his ministry where we carry his gospel. 
And I'd like us today to reflect on each of these different stages in the journey of clay becoming a pot and see where your life in the spirit is currently at. What stage, which of these 11 stages are you currently at? Are you at the washing stage where you are being convicted by Jesus? Or are you at the soaking stage being filled by the Holy Spirit and you're just absorbing and taking it all in? Are you at the center of the wheel, spinning right in the middle of his will? Or are you at a stage where he has kept you on the shelf and walked away and you feel like you are calling out to him and you're not getting any answer? When we understand our journey, we are able to cooperate with him better. We are able to hold on in faith, persevere in patience. And as we have seen in Jeremiah 18 verse 4, if the pot in the hands of the potter is marred and loses shape, he molds it into another pot. If he feels you can't cope with it, he will give you something else in his some other work. As long as we are open to it. As long as we are open to receive from him. Now some people might want to take a shortcut. As soon as the Lord starts pouring his spirit, we want to go out and minister under that anointing. We don't have word knowledge yet. We don't have gifts. We don't even know the will of the Father. We lack in word knowledge. And he says, my people lack in wisdom. If only they knew. We're thinking, well, if Brother Vivek can do it, it looks simple, so can I. There may be others who don't want to sit on the shelf waiting at times. We do not have patience. We want to rush into it. And so we make an executive decision on our own to jump into ministry ourselves. He does expect us to go out and talk to people. But understanding the extent and having an intention to continually grow is what he wants us to do. Because only then can we realize the full potential of what we are able to give others. Still others, as soon as we see our first gift manifesting, we want to run our own healing and deliverance ministries. Let's look at what happened to such in the Bible. The book of Acts chapter 19 verses 14 to 16, which talks about the seven sons of Sceva. Sceva was a Jew and chief of the priests. And these sons who had seen Paul cast out demons in Jesus' name thought they could do it as well. Because uh, Paul could do it very easily. And when they approached an evil spirit in the house, the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus, I know. And Paul, Paul, who has completed the process of the pot from the pit to the wheel, to the furnace. Him I know, but who are you? And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them and overcame them. And prevailed against them so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. He stripped them down to shame. That is what can happen 
if we approach that sort of a battle unprepared. It is important for us to go through that preparation that the Lord is putting us through. And God will allow it to happen because he has given us a free will. We get to choose. Even though we are in the school of the spirit, we get to choose if we want to jump away and do our own thing. Note that Doskiwa was a priest, a chief of the priests. His sons got no leverage out of his position. The name of Jesus that they used gave them no authority, even though it worked for Paul, it didn't work for them. The process of the pot must be complete till the furnace before it can be used. So it is in ministry as well. 2 Timothy 2 verse 15 says, Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, accurately handling and skillfully teaching the word of God. Hebrews 13 verse 7 says, Remember your leaders, those who spoke to you the word of God. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. That is, learn from them and copy them. We are all called to minister, but we must complete our education and our preparation by the Father. And he will test us at every stage before advancing us ahead. If we fail a stage, he will recycle us back until we learn and master that stage to move on ahead. You can't expect to become glory carriers if you want to follow, if you won't follow his system. When he says submit to the Lord, he requires discipline, diligence, and commitment. How can he trust you if you are not going to be committed and you might want to jump off and do things your own way? Why then would he give you those gifts if he's not sure of how you're going to use them or whether you would wear them as medals on your chest and not share them with anyone? So submitting to his process, obedience to his will and building ourselves up to the character and image, the likeness of Jesus is what makes us glory carriers. What makes us his workmanship created in Christ for good works. He looks at our intent as well there. What do we have in mind? What do we want to do with these gifts? And lastly, I'd like to close with the words of Jesus to Peter or Simon at the time. In Luke 22, verse 32, when he prayed that their faith does not fail, he said, Satan sought to sift you, but I have prayed that your faith do not fail. He said to Peter, when you have repented and turned to me again, strengthen your brothers. That is, he expects each one of us to take up our own ministry. He did say it as well. Take up your cross and follow me. Journey to the stage of a pot baked in the furnace and now standing up for those who need to be saved. Remembering that we ourselves were once saved because someone 
once selflessly stood up for our cause in this very same way. There was nothing in it for them personally, but yet they stood that we might be saved and their ministry saved our lives. And it is now our turn to pay it forward, to pay it in the kingdom. Father, I, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we each understand our journey, that we each cooperate with you. We ask for that grace, Lord, to be humble. We ask for the grace to be able to renounce all that is of sin in us, to be repentant, to empty ourselves of all that iniquity, and to work with you humbly in this journey, receiving light, receiving your grace, and carrying on with the intention of becoming that vessel that is meet for the master's use that vessel that can bless many, through whom many more lives receive their gift of Jesus and are transformed, are renewed. We ask for that spirit of boldness in each of us as well, Father, that when that opportunity presents itself, we do not shy away, we are not afraid, we do not back out, but we stand our ground knowing the force that backs us, the name of Jesus. When we release our faith there, we believe in our hearts that what we have asked for our brother and our sister, that shall definitely be released for them. In his name, backed by his authority and his integrity, where he said heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass. And it shall fulfill all that it was sent to fulfill, just like the rain coming down from heaven onto the earth. We ask for that edification and growth in our spirit this day, Father. And as we pray for that edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs. For all those requests that are mentioned on our prayer group and for every family that is part of this prayer group, Lord. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease. For all families that are undergoing separation. For any kind of challenges where the love seems to be stolen from their midst. Even if they are together, but there is constant bickering. We raise each of these families, Lord, that we now pray for. We raise them to your altar. We pray in a special way also for all those that are battling any kind of stronghold in their life. Not just limited to addictions and pornographies, but anything, Lord, that has given them a particular mindset as well. And we see that in our own lives as well, where we have a predetermined mindset. And we won't accept anything that comes against that train of thought. All sorts of compulsive behaviors, mental disorders, fits of rage, anxiety, depression. Anything that keeps your people from being open to receiving you as well, Lord. Fear, doubt and unbelief. That keeps them from receiving a manifestation of your miracle. Because that door has been shut through all of these. Let that door be opened this day, Father. Let their hearts be quickened. 
that they shall call on you. For all those that are stuck in busyness, so busy with their jobs, their careers, their lives, that there is no time for you. In doing so, they are kept devoid and cut off from every good thing that can come from you, Lord. You want to bless them and yet you can't because they have shut the door through that busyness, through prayerlessness, through poverty, through joblessness. Anything that is keeping them away from you, Father, we curse the source of that busyness. We cast it out of their lives. Let your grace flow through, Father. Let your mercy flow through. Look not upon them, the children of your inheritance, with anger. Do not give them to reproach. But out of your mercy, forgive us, Father. And let your grace come upon our lives. Let the scales of falsehood be taken down from our eyes. That we are able to see the truth. And let your light reveal your presence that you never left us, that you have always been there for us. You pray also for all those members of our family and our friend circle that have not yet received Jesus, not yet received his salvation. Quicken them, O oh Father, and they shall call on your name. We pray for our own personal needs as well. We now connect with you in our spirit to pray in the gift that you have given us, O Holy Spirit. And as we make this our prayer and release our faith in agreement, we believe that what we have spoken, we shall receive. And that prayer is an answered prayer. We thank you for hearing us. You always hear us. We thank you, Father. As we pray in the Spirit, I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift of tongues, to take that step of faith, release your tongue and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us pray in tongues. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sarakia, <laughs> 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Amen and amen. We release our faith, Lord. Thank you. This morning as we were praying, the vision that I was shown was the Annunciation, where Mary said yes to what God wanted. The words that were spoken to me were, let me immerse myself into your vessel so I can mould you. Yes, indeed, I am the potter and you are my clay. I need your yes. The scripture I was given is 1 Corinthians 3, 10 to 13. According to the commission of God given to me, like a skilled master builder, I laid a foundation and another man is building upon it. Let each man take care how he builds upon it. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each man's work will become manifest. For the day will disclose it, because it will be revealed with fire, and the fire will test what sort of work each one has done. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for his instruction. Help each of us understand what it is that you are trying to say to us here and do what you want us to do. Thank you, Jesus.
Before we conclude this morning's prayer, just a reminder about this evening's Bible study and prayer session. The topic for this evening is the benefits of redemption, where we will learn that God has a way, God has made a way to deliver us from the slavery of the kingdom of darkness to become heirs to the kingdom of light. We shall share links for people to join on Zoom and YouTube later this morning on both our WhatsApp and our Telegram groups. Also a reminder to advise your friends and family that WhatsApp will be WhatsApp group will be shutting down in three days' time. So if they haven't yet moved across, please advise them to move across into Telegram. The links are available on the WhatsApp group. Uh, praise and worship this evening will start at 5:30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, followed by Confession of scriptures around 6.15, around 6.45 would be testimony time, followed by the teachings, which will start somewhere around 7.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Time. And that the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, out of that blessing, let us use our vessel. Let us, like Mary, say yes to him and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Friday, everyone, and we shall see you at our prayer meeting this evening. Thank, Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, everyone. God bless. Thank you, Christmas, Thank you, Jesus.